Thank you for listening to the Challenges series. Looking ahead to 2014, I'm Clem Silverman. Last week, we examined the post-2015 agenda, and this week we will focus on the subject of modernising EU development cooperation. I'm here with ECDPM's Florian Kretke from the Strengthening EU External Action Programme, uh, who is authored this week's blog. So, Florian, uh, the, you say that the evolution of the EU's agenda for change is coming to a close. So what changes within the EU's institutions themselves need to be made in order to adapt to the agenda's new priorities? Um, well, next year will be the time when basically the EU will have to put what it has said into practice. And with that, it is also stated that it wants to change the way that it does that. Um, First of all, I mean, it's, it's been uh, known for a while that the EU has, uh, that at least the development branch of the EU has some issues with its human resources. I mean, its uh, understaffed EU delegations are quite a common problem. Um, we've written on this in the past, but next year more than ever, it will become quite crucial for them to reform the, the human resources of its development cooperation services. Um, particularly, I mean, if you look at the Agenda for Change, uh, you see that they want to prioritize uh, human rights more and also work more with the private sector. Now, these are two areas where the EU has some role to play, but on the other hand, doesn't have that much experience. So how does the EU uh, hire uh, or train its staff to engage better in these areas? Um, yeah, well, you also mentioned that um, there will also be new policy directions coming forward in 2014. Yeah. Um, so that obviously has an Im impact on your, your uh, human resources, what people you get in. Um, so is the EU fit to manage change? Mm -hmm. Well, on the one hand, yes, I mean, it, it is. It's, uh, it's uh, a service which is, changes continuously. And I mean, hiring and firing and training and retraining is something you can always do. Um, but on the other hand, the EU is caught a bit between a rock and a hard place when it commits to demonstrating more results, because that's what the EU member states and the general public in Europe want to see. Uh, but on the other hand, is inside a world which is continuously changing with, with uh, for example, the post-2015 agenda coming up, which will show a whole host of new goals and targets which the European Union will also have to commit to and will have to meet. Uh, meanwhile, it has its own goals and targets, which are, you know, a bit different per country. But it needs to somehow funnel this into one way of showing results. And uh, this will be a key challenge, I think, in 2014, where it will give the first run, run through of uh, how it, first of all, notes these results and measures them and how it presents them to the public. And do you see that challenge being met? Is it likely to be successful in that or will, will we continue to talk about the same problems, you know, going towards the end of 2014 into 2015? Mm -hmm. um, but on the one hand, we do know that uh, the, the, the headquarters of the EU's development services have given some guidance on what indicators should be used to measure results. So, I mean, there are efforts being made uh, and some, I mean, from contacts that we've had with people in the service, we know that there's definitely a will. Um, but on the other hand, it's, it's a huge operation and it will be quite challenging to, to, to mesh that properly. And there's a few developments which for us raise um, a bit of concern. So, I mean, first of all, we, we, we don't still know exactly how the EU will even baseline what it does in development. Eh? So... 
For example, it wants to give aid to countries based on their human rights performance, but we don't know how exactly they're measuring that. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, we know that, that the EU wants to engage more with uh, partners on a political level, so not just doing policies and programs, but it's investing less in having these sort of exercises. Uh, so it's a bit of mixed signals and it's too early to tell, I think, at the moment. Uh, and in the end, it will most likely be a case of wins and losses. And does the pressure for this change, this this movement, does that come from uh, dwindling budgets or is it just a policy shift or a, a need to look at different areas which might not have been um, done in the same way as from before? Um, well, the, the dwindling aid budgets is a very strong driver. I mean, it's it starts at the level of the EU member states, who then put a lot of pressure on the EU in itself to deliver better results. Um, but also inside the European Union, I think there's there's a, an appreciation that it is like a center of excellence on development cooperation, and that it can do a lot more than just be the 29th donor of the European Union. Huh? If it gets its act together, if it gets its house in order, as it's been uh, doing continuously, uh, it could have a much larger impact and a sort of a, a, an added value or a multiplier effect for not only the EU's aid, but Europe's aid as a whole. Okay, thank you. And uh, so finally, are you able to sort of answer your, your first question in the title of the blog, which is uh, kickstarted or running in place? So what, what would you say? The modernization of the, of the EU, do you think... Are we, are we getting somewhere or are we just treading water? Uh, a few of the discussions that are ongoing now are, are definitely very excited. Uh, I mean, in that sense, part of it has been kickstarted. Um, at the same time, uh, there, there's some of the traditional discussions which are always, always delayed and which are always difficult, which are mainly about amounts of funding, who gets what and when and, and for what. Um, which are still uh, dragging on and somehow which overshadow a bit these exciting new developments in, in terms of measuring results and in terms of engaging with new partners and in new ways. Okay, thank you very much, Florian. If you have any comments, do leave them at the bottom of the blog and join us next week for the next Challenges blog.